everyone. Welcome to episode 19 of the Cincinnati Cabinet of Curiosities presents Hometown Haunts. I'm your host, Cap Loco, and hiding in the wings is Christina Wald and Jen Kohler. They'll be out a little bit later for our roundtable because tonight we are joined by Amanda and Ashley of the Spiritual Realm Paranormal. Hello, ladies. Hi. Um, before we start, Sorry, a um, little bit of business. You can find us at Sin Cabinet Curio on Twitter, Cincinnati Cabinet of Curiosities on Instagram, and we always love your own hometown haunts from wherever in the world they are. It is the name of our podcast, and you can email those at cincycuriosities at gmail.com. And don't forget, we're an official podcast on iTunes now, and you can watch us on YouTube so you can see my beautiful banshee face anytime you want. I don't know why you'd want to do that, but it's there. So, Amanda and Ashley, care to introduce yourselves to our spooky loving viewers? <laughs> sure. I am Amanda. Uh, I handle the marketing for Spiritual Realm, but also one of the uh, learning to investigate. <laughs> and I've been with the team for about a year now. Ashley. That's me. Hi, I'm Ashley. Um, Hi, so Ashley. I Hi. <laughs> um, I started, oh gosh, I started up the team probably, I think it's been about eight years ago now. Um, we've cycled through a couple members, finding the right team, the right balance of people is always really important. Um, but we've had, shoot, I, you want me to introduce kind of the, the whole team as a whole? Yeah, because we can get a little bit of a sense that who else is on the team, how you work yeah. together. Okay. Well, so I'm a medium. Um, I actually began <laughs> an interest in the paranormal when I was 11 years old. So I kind of started researching and doing my own stuff at the age of 11, trying to make sense of everything that I experienced as a medium, because I am very scientific minded and a skeptic at heart, no matter what I experience. Um, so I started then about eight, I think it's been eight years now, eight years ago. I started the team. Um, Matt has been with me from the beginning. He is actually a retired police officer. So that's fun. Huge skeptic when we started. He's actually got some sensitive abilities himself that he um, has been working on, but is still <laughs> very wary of, I think is what I'm trying to say. He's accepting, so but he goes about it like a cop. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. Um, and then he's been with me the longest. So that's been a fun ride. Um, we've got Kelsey. I met her several years ago. She is our historian. Um, and she actually works for the Butler County Historical Society now who we partner with a lot. Um, we've got Brandy is Amanda's assistant. And then we've got Ted. He is hardcore skeptic. And he actually joined the team because he's had a couple early on experiences that, you know, trigger that thought in your head, I need to figure this out. And so he joined us and we love having him because he kind of brings that non-sensitive perspective because most of us are. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, he's a metal musician, so that's extra flavor. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> it's super fun. He gives us I like a good, that. good hearty look too. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then we've got Hannah. She's, she's our witch. She's awesome. Um, she was actually my very first reading that I ever did. Oh. So 
she's she's super special and she's also an empath and did I miss anybody Amanda am I good I think I got everybody yeah yeah so we've been as a team together Amanda's our most recent other than Brandy Brandy Mm -hmm. hasn't had too much chance to jump in there yet because of COVID Mm -hmm. um but most of us have been together for about three years now so that's been a fun ride um we try to approach all of our investigations from a skeptic standpoint we try to rule out anything and everything we can before we go in and claim something's haunted or paranormal activities occurring there um with sensitives being on the team especially as many as there are we like to go in and I usually try to have people write down what they're feeling. We go in and shifts write down what we're feeling. And about halfway through the night, we open up notes and compare. And it's really fun sometimes to see the overlap and confirmations of everything that everyone has picked up. That's, so that's a wonderful fun. way of doing that. <laughs> yeah. And then I wish others did that. <laughs> Make a nice little right. controlled environment not do that yeah that's nice my little anthropological heart loves that sorry (laughs) keep going I went to school for psychology so in my head I'm like everything's an experiment we have to treat it as such so yeah that's what we do and so with that information then towards the end of the investigation we'll bring forth specific questions with the things that we have gathered from our sensitives and then go from there so that's kind of how we approach everything and we do popular places but we also, I kind of founded the team wanting to just help families. We do everything free of cost. Um, and then we try to partner with like historical societies and stuff that um, we can host events at and we lead tours and things and we split the cost with them. So we're benefiting and can get our equipment, but we're also supporting our amazing historical locations. Oh yeah. And they always need the support. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Amanda, what brought you into the paranormal? <laughs> so, uh, for spiritual realm specifically, Ashley and I have a uh, a friend in common, and just kind of found each other that way. Um, Ashley did some uh, some meditation circles, so really got to know Ashley on that kind of metaphysical level, and then opportunity popped up. Um, but for before that, I you know I was the kid that like played with people that nobody else could see so didn't quite realize that they weren't you know that they weren't there um so it's (laughs) they're just describing my childhood too that's okay keep going right right. there's so many people that can identify with it and then uh blocked it out for a while and then really started kind of down this spiritual path you know learning more about the metaphysical world so that's what really brought me in to, to this experience. And yeah, like what Ashley was saying with the, you know, kind of that, that core purpose of a, a spiritual paranormal investigative team, like usually you get those, you know, the, the bro ghost hunters, like, you know, go in and yeah, yeah. Like, oh God. Oh, but- did that side <laughs> give away some of experience I've had with them? um it's the dude bro go show anyhow um so don't tell hannah don't tell hannah oh i have issues with hannah loving that boy (laughs) um but anyhow uh yeah like getting to know ashley but then getting to know what you know kind of that that core value and purpose was going out with a spiritual team it wasn't to you know 
it, it wasn't for their own glory. It's honestly to help people. Cause yeah, if you, if you're not part of that, if you haven't been seeing some random strange people <laughs> since you were a kid, you don't understand why things are happening. That's terrifying. So yeah, it just, it, it completely aligned with, you know, where I wanted to be and Mm-hmm. Good team. <laughs> oh, that's good. I'm glad to hear that. Actually, cry. That's my you superpower. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so God. you've been around for a while, and you've all gone together, and it sounds like you have a really solid team. Uh, what are some remarkable places that you've visited? I know. I think I saw Waverly Hills, which is a place I still have not been to. Oh, but- yeah. Oh, cats, no. <laughs> I can't find friends to go with. You got them now, Coming sister. <laughs> I will gladly go again. I actually probably yeah, just chill with the old dude and the dog the entire night. <laughs> as long as I don't have to go to the fourth floor again, there, I'm good. I'll go anywhere oh, else. Come on. No, no, <laughs> nope. Nope. No, and, that was. And- let me tell you just for you know just in case you get to go there the body shoot is bs it's absolute bs all it is is a slide with a bunch of garbage on it like a big concrete slide and when you get down there you realize oh god this was cardio and you have to go back (laughs) up like (laughs) it ain't do not go unless it's leg day that's all i'm saying (laughs) oh I love a lot of paranormal teams, and I don't mean to throw you under the bus, but sometimes there's members that would not make it back up again. <laughs> you are. I love them. Right. <laughs> I am being catty today because it's been that kind of day, but I, I like it. <laughs> I love yeah. them, but I'm just kind of like, are you sure you want to do this? I've never been there, but <laughs> I've seen I've I've talked to many people who have. I've seen the photos, I've seen the video, but I'm just like, man, I would have a hard time doing that. Yeah. If you're going to go, don't waste your time in the, no, don't waste your time in the tunnel. Mm -mm. So wear your sneakers. Yeah. Bring an oxygen pack. (laughs) Because I'm sure it's really big, just like Mansfield Reformatory. Oh, yeah. 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 It's big. That's a lot of trekking. So I do remember getting lost at one point. I could see that happening. Yeah. Just judging yeah, it, by the maze, and like that all it the is. floors are the same, so like it just seems right. like you never know really where you are. But yeah. yeah, yeah, it's the closest approximation I have to that is Penhurst, which is out in Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. and that yep. one, although it's all different buildings, they all look exactly the same. So yep. I was just like, I don't know which building I'm in, guys. Where am I? Mm-hmm. Is the floor supposed to be there? Because it's not. <laughs> something like that so you've been to Waverly it sounds like you had experiences there I did I actually so mm, that was actually right before I actually started my team yeah right around there and I went for my 18th birthday and that's where I caught my first I just saw something in my house shit that happened all the time (laughs) um don't you hate it you have to sit there and you're like is that a family member is that a pet I'm is like, that something else? Did that follow me family? home? <laughs> I do I need to do the William night? Shatner votes? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Anyway, Sorry. yeah, that's just my life. Yep, you get yeah. it. So, yeah, and I think that's the first place where I got my first unmistakable Class A EVP. 
And I'm not a huge, huge lover of EVPs because they can be so, you know, oh, yeah. wishy-washy. So many people hear different things. Don't get me started. At least you <laughs> have some skeptics in your group. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. Because you can just give it to them and say, do you hear mommy? I want a cookie too. Actually, right. don't even do that. You say, do no, you yeah. What, do you what is this? <laughs> yes. What is if, this? If it matches, then we're like, oh, this might be something. But usually it's like they hear 10 different things and we're like, toss it. But this was the only place. I think I've had one other class A. This is the only place. I would call this double A. <laughs> this is like the whole new class. <laughs> it's the gold star of EVP. Right. I was on the fourth floor with my mom and it was only us and I was sitting there and I was talking to her and she was playing with this light and I said stop playing with that you're distracting me <laughs> and then I sat there for a couple minutes and then all of a sudden and this was not my mom because we were not scared at all this is like half more than halfway through the night and she was obviously bored playing with, with the light on the thermometer which is garbage but don't get me started on that either but <laughs> you know it's a fun it's a good place when you get bored because the anybody any spirits around there are also equally as bored right and then you all bond in your boredom and then stuff starts happening yeah we were comfortable and we we were like waiting for something else to happen because it had been a while and like we heard this whisper with our ears which made me stop the recorder, go back and rewind it, and then clear as day. It's still a whisper, but like it's a whisper with sound. You know what I'm saying? Like there's still sound behind it. You hear this woman say, I just want to get out of here. And I was like, (laughs) I think I almost peed my pants because that was the first time I ever had a recording like that. So that was fun. Um, Yeah. I, I think that was the biggest thing that came out of that other than stuff I was picking up on, which is hard to explain as a medium. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know. you're, you're like, I see this man. He's grossly overweight <laughs> so, and bald, yeah. but he's right over there in the corner. And everyone's else like, what? I, I will say that the shadow figure figures, I mean, just room to room. You cannot yeah. just make yeah. that up. The longer you sit there, you're like, are my eyes playing tricks on me just because of the way the building is shaped, whatever. But man, you cannot. And then you walk through one of those and your hair just stands on end. It's That was yeah. probably what really, uh, my the, the interested flip switch when I was 11, obviously, but like that just, I was like, I got, I got to keep going with this. Yeah. So, yeah. So overall, it's a magical place. (laughs) It sounds like a wonderfully magical place. Hopefully not full lead and asbestos still, but. Oh, no, that's part of it. That's the. Oh, that's part of the experience. (laughs) Slowly poisoning yourself. Great. (laughs) (laughs) Just like Penhurst. Uh (laughs) Oh, yeah. All the good places. (laughs) All the good places have asbestos. Anyway, um, so around here, are there any locations that you're willing to share that you've had remarkable experiences at? Um, Amanda, do you want to talk about historical societies? A little. So uh, 
honestly, out of the the places that that we have the, that I've been involved in investigations, some of the the public places, I would say Doty, Doty Homestead yeah. was yeah, for okay. for just being able to to go in and you know really absorb, especially the second floor, like the the second floor there. So it's with the Oxford Historical Society is where the Museum the Doty Association. Homestead museum <laughs> it's oxford they like history um, yep. <laughs> so it's you know old you know homestead house there and it, it's just for for me tapping into the, those sensitive abilities being able just in my mind's eye to clearly see the people that were there the you know the, and being able to, to interact that one was I, I would say out of the the places that we regularly go yeah hands down Doty all day long uh Benny Hoffman is another place that we go quite often mm-hmm. um and that's one of those kind of like the uh you know from from my you know point of view the uh kind of like we had at the soldiers and sailors like the mm-hmm. actual building itself yeah there's some stuff here and there, but you get into the basement of some of these historical societies where there's all of the stuff that's been donated and it's from everywhere and it's oh, not necessarily goodness. attached to the building. It's just, I mean, it, I think, what was it at the soldiers and sailors? Like I, I had to walk out of the basement because I was like, it's just swirly. Like it's mm. just, there's so much going on. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. Jody, hands down. <laughs> So do you know the, not to put you on the spot, do you, for our listeners who may not live in the Cincinnati area, what is the Doty, is it Homestead, Homestead. and the uh, Benninghofen house, which I've been told to visit and I still haven't been there yet. Either of these places. Should. Mm-hmm. Ashley, you might know a little bit more of the, the history of them um, right off the top of your head. I know the Doty's in Oxford, which is what, half an hour north? Of Cincinnati where where Oxford University is mm-hmm. um and then the Benninghofen is in Hamilton Ohio which is you know again kind of half hour ish north ish <laughs> of, uh, of them yeah the the Doty homestead it was I mean it was just a family home mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but they ended up they I think they had a church they had a school it was just one of those notable families in the area Um, and that's why it ended up with the historical um, landmark but the the Doty family built the house this is the cool part I love this part Um, there was an underground I call it the cellar that's not the word that that Mike uses he's the he is it a root cellar I don't think he called it a cellar, but it's literally just like a hole in the ground. And oh, there in the back of the house. In the back, basically, like, or like a refrigerator. House. What yeah. would be a refrigerator? Like a uh, not an ice house, but sometimes they're called spring houses if they're outside. Oh man! It had a little <laughs> window too- at the top. It's like a wannabe hobbit hole, but not quite as glorious. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it was oh. a cooling area for things. Right. Well, they lived, all seven family members lived in this teeny tiny dirt hole in the ground. I think it was a year and a half or something while he built this house himself. So that's crazy to me, which by the way, there's like no activity down there. 
it's like the creepiest place but it's empty so that was fun but um yeah it it was built by him and multiple family I think there were like three generations of Dodies that lived there Kelsey's gonna look back at this and kill me oh yeah butchering the history cringe (laughs) (laughs) I think there were like three or four generations of Dodies and then another family took over um but it's unmistakable the energy that's in that house the Benninghofen again just another I honestly don't know too much about them as a family in the Butler County area but the um, Butler County Historical Society is attached to that house so they Mm -hmm. kind of made that their home base Um, so both the Historical Society building connected to it has a lot of activity (laughs) And then the house itself has a few people and something we can't figure out. No. I have a little idea. mystery entity. <laughs> a little mystery entity that likes to do these scurry kind of things across the floor. <laughs> floor. <laughs> oh, you got one of those. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fun. <laughs> I love those. <laughs> the people listening to the podcast are like, what is she doing? And I'm like, like yeah. moving my doing the scurry with my hand yeah universal scurry motion (laughs) yeah it's there's so many different things it could be like yeah yeah i i run into it's not it loves to hide it loves to prank yeah and Mm -hmm. i may or may not request them to scare the living bejesus out of my uh whomever i'm investigating with i do that about matt every time we're there yep It may not be just a weird little prank that I could just pull all on my own. Just be like, hey, little thing. You like to scare people. I know exactly who I can have you scare. Who may feed you for a while. Oh, I'm a terrible person. Anyway. But it's an excellent idea. So putting that up here. (laughs) Yeah. Uh Uh There's nothing more fun than seeing Matt. Imagine it. Cop still has all of that in him even though he's retired getting scared crapless it's fun fun. yeah but investigating with cops is great because they're so (laughs) down to earth and and they're you're sitting there like i swear there's like a cup levitating off the table and they're sitting there like yes indeed that is a cup levitating (laughs) off that table so let's make a note about that. It's 9.55 p.m. on a Tuesday. It's slightly chilly yeah. outside. There is indeed a cup levitating off of that table. And that would be like, okay, so is there a string attached? And then at mm-hmm. which point is the wind blowing? And then like, is there a door shutting on the other side of that? <laughs> yeah. And then you Every set, time. you just go on a perimeter check yeah. to make sure that yep. nothing could be levitating that cup. <laughs> yeah, screw just sitting there in amazement. You have to figure it out but then you don't <laughs> yeah and then yeah. the cup <laughs> gently lowers itself onto that table before they get back from the perimeter check and then everyone's like oh huh <laughs> did anyone get that on video anyone anyone no never, never. no <laughs> photos photos no no recording oh the recording's jacked that's always how it is mm-hmm. battery's dead battery's dead battery's battery drain dead. oh goodness battery drain <laughs> 
Have you ever had it where your battery drains, then you put in the new pack and that also has drained. So you put in your extreme, I never use this, but keep a charged pack. And that's also dead. And you just sit here and go, Gettysburg, why do you do this to me? (laughs) That's one place I have not been. That's That's a place I have been. (laughs) I I would imagine the energy there is intense (laughs) and overwhelming. Like it, well, if, if you don't know what you're doing and you walk in and you're just like, well, hello, boys <laughs> and horses, um, it, it's just like, bam, right in your face. And um, sorry, Jen's post just flickered and she lost everyone. Um, that and Antietam, those two places are very charged. Yeah. Um, I, it just kind of deviating a little bit i just told the story on our last episode but visiting devil's den be prepared to see dead bodies because they're everywhere <laughs> staring at you hmm. and you're just like oh i wasn't expecting to see the freshly dead oh wait they're only psychically there and there's a bunch of 14 year old boys walking on them and you just see the arms flop up and down because they're slowly going rigored yeah hmm Anyway, fun so stories. Road trip. Yeah, road yep. trip. It's only nine hours let's away. Hey, like, the minute that I got quarantine. out of my car, I know it's only quarantine. It's not like <laughs> anyone to be there. We're good. Just a large field full of ticks. Bring bug spray. Oh. Anyway, yeah. so fun places around here. Like, um, uh, there, are there any fun, memorable stories? doing an investigation that I tend to these questions are kind of pointed towards not public investigations but ones where you can not you can talk about the locations not private family estates oh yeah we yeah we don't we don't talk about the families we visit unless they are okay with it but I think one of my favorite Amanda didn't get to go (laughs) was right over the river in Maysville Kentucky pleasant surprise the Russell Theater. It's actually also a historical landmark. We were kind of putting our toes in and finding some of these historical places that have yet to be discovered for their activity because it's super fun mm-hmm. to be the first ones. Um, oh yeah, because the spirits there are just like, hey, what? You yeah. can actually <laughs> interact here? Uh-huh. You, I can say a sentence and it's not going to sound like garbled junk out of an old radio? Yep. Wow. Yep. Yep. So I think Russell was one of those first ones. And we have been experimenting with different pieces of equipment and new things as they come out, you know, and I being me, I'm very skeptical of everything. So keep that in mind. Um, Russell, I was there with Matt. Um, I think it was just us. We were on the stage. This is an old theater, like old. They showed motion pictures but like the very first ones that came out um, oh so it, it was is, probably a converted vaudeville theater yeah yeah so apparently they have the most activity the people who look after it they have the most activity whenever they play the wizard of Oz. first color motion picture you know big deal um and so matt and i were the only ones on the stage I think everybody else was out in the lobby um and we had them start playing 
the Wizard of Oz at the beginning. So it played for a while. My stomach's growling. Oops, it played for a while. And so we started doing just a session on stage. We had the camera, we had um, the ovelis. That was the ovelis four. So it had um, the screen that read out the words. We had oh, the that one's handy. Five. Yeah, we have the Avalis 5B now that has that and then like the upgraded features too. But this was the Avalis 4. And we were just starting to experiment with that one. And we had our camera. And so Matt and I were facing each other. And all of a sudden, we just hear like mass footsteps up on the catwalk. And we're like, what the hell? And then all of a sudden behind Matt's chair, it was like somebody was running up behind him. And like, I saw Matt just go, <gasps> like, turn around and be like, what? It was hilarious. And then all of a sudden, we're like, okay, okay, <laughs> take a breath. And we brought uh, some other people in and we brought the caretaker in and we're sitting around in a circle and we're talking about stuff, right? Because that's what you do. Sometimes that just triggers activity too. And oh, yeah. especially when it's like three o'clock in the morning and you're like, tired and you just talk about random stuff yeah i don't know how many times i've caught <laughs> voices on recording when i'm just talking about like my grocery list or yes! whatever i ordered from mcdonald's that night exactly and it's like when like, you're the most relaxed and they're like okay <laughs> but anyway we were talking just about the wizard of oz and when it came out the year it came out and all of a sudden on the obelisk it said wicked witch hat storm and we're like what the heck <laughs> so i think that was the first time that i kind of started to trust the obelisk <laughs> yes once in a while it just does a gold mine you're just like we were like that is impossible like how in the world so uh, the russell theater was a shock um it was totally unexpected there's just some places you go into, they call you and they're like, we think we are, we're having some activity. And you're like, oh, okay, well, let's go see what door isn't shutting. So, <laughs> so, so we were totally prepared for one of those situations. And then you walk in and you're like, holy crap, this is fun. So yeah, that was one of them. Yeah. Um, if more than just the bathroom is haunted, then you've got a location. <laughs> yeah. Right. Just not the creepy man staring at you while you're in the bathroom. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just moving on from that one. Apparently trauma there. We're just gonna go. <laughs> there is a book that I want to write that's just about haunted bathrooms around the oh world. Oh my god. All the listeners are going there like, are there always spirits watching me when I'm in the bathroom? Yes. <laughs> yes. And showering. Mm-hmm. Oh so this has not I'm going to go on a little bit of a side detour. Oh my here God, please and share a bathroom story. It's from Estes Park, Colorado at a little place called the Stanley Hotel. It's tiny. I'm sure you've never heard of yeah, it. Teeny, tiny. Um, little boutique hotel up in the mountains. Like a and I was still, kind of thing. Yeah, it's just <laughs> if you look at the right guides, maybe maybe you'll find it listed. <laughs> I was on the fourth floor in one of those upper former um, servant quarters slash child rooms. That's what they were at the time, but now they're guest rooms. Very tiny. 
And basically they had taken a closet and made it into a bathroom somehow. Like they stuffed a shower and a toilet and a mirror in a sink. And they were the smallest ones in the world that you could possibly engineer. And I'm taking a shower. It's a clear, like clear shower door. It's an actual physical shower door, not a curtain. And the door is closed. And we had, why am I saying we? It was me. It was, I was by myself. Um, <laughs> why do I go plural sometimes? Anyhow, because I was by myself. Alone. I guess I'm never alone. So I speak in plural. Wow. That doesn't sound insane. Anyhow. So I'm taking a shower. I was by myself on that trip. And um, <laughs> through the door goes a shadow person. But the shadow person, you can just see them. Uh, they're very animated. They have their arms up. They're just like strolling through. And it's halfway through the door. Its arm is up and it has its left foot out, just like it's going to take a step. And I'm taking a shower and I go, hey. And the thing stops and looks over. And I'm like, do you mind? And it's just like slowly backs up and goes back through the door. <laughs> Fun intruders. <laughs> Did it wink though before it left? <laughs> it did not have eyes. <laughs> it was just a shadow person. There was it was just right. like if you would think of like a shadow stick figure almost. But okay. it was hilarious how it just backed up and you could tell that it was blushing just by his body <laughs> language. Oops. It was great. And I'm just sitting there, I'm like, God bleep bleepity spirits and the bleep bleep tiny little bleep like yeah. But I like that you scared a spirit. Oh, she can see me. <laughs> it's not the first time. It very. Uh -huh. um, there's Smith's Castle in Rhode Island. It's It sounds like this big, wonderful place, but it's just a two-story. Not just a, it's a wonderful place. It's a two-story wood plank house that they used to uh, fortify because it was a trade barrack area. And I remember doing an investigation there and I walk into the main bedroom for the man who built the place and he's sitting in the bed and he's in that 1740s nightgown with the stocking cap and everything. And I walk in and I'm like, I did not need to see that. And he puts the curtains up or the curtains, the, um, his sheets up like this. And he's like, who are you? <laughs> And I'm like, I'm out of here. That's what's happening. <laughs> and the, the great thing is there was the team that I was working with. They have photos of before and after the encounter there. And the sheets had moved. And there was video camera running. But of course, it, it <laughs> like every true paranormal team, it was right out of frame. <laughs> mm hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, you can kind of see where the cheats had tugged, but not enough for it to be definitive. But we have the photos. And also, one of the awesome. mannequins had turned around. So, that, yeah. But all we have is just um, ev evidence or data just of those photo points. And just kind of our word, like, I swear, I didn't touch it. I just walked into the room, saw a dude, and left. He's yeah. old. Really pink. Kind of looked like me. He's <laughs> old and wrinkly. Okay, kind of like me. <laughs> that's where I love, like, I, I get not an expert with the equipment. So Ashley, like, tell me if I'm, is SLS? Yeah, little, the SLS. Yeah. That is 
my absolute favorite and especially when we're doing public investigations like telling people like okay you can't see anything there but he's there like <laughs> and being able to you know for for that for that proof for that skeptic sort of thing being able to have interactions um oh actually it was the schoolhouse Oh, I just automatically think of Benny Hoffman because that's the easiest for me to remember. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think of the, we uh, we did an investigation, old schoolhouse, couldn't do any sort of uh, audio recording because it was like middle of winter, wind blowing outside. We're like, okay, well, if you hear anything, best of luck. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we had the SLS set up and saw, you know, the small figure sitting there just kicking his feet and we would go you know if it's like okay well let's see if we can interact and you know when you get close to him you kind of like shy away yeah yeah and would come back and you know being able to go and like actually sit down and you know put your hand out it's like will you will you touch my hand and having that sort of in the moment validation is amazing because yeah Ashley and I can sit there and go like okay, well, while we were sitting here, there was this dude that just walked across the room, but that there's no meat behind that. There's no, you know, being able to show people that, that can't see that. So that's hands down favorite, favorite pieces of equipment. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, we did. I don't, what is this rated? (laughs) What is this rated? What's your podcast rated? <laughs> well, generally it's G for all audiences, but yeah, right. I won't Christina tell that can, story. Can beep you out. <laughs> it, we, you can share it with us after we stopped recording. Okay, yeah, we won't. And share Christina, that story. don't don't include this because it's just teasing everyone who's listening. <laughs> They're like, can I get a separate cut that's not G rated? <laughs> that's for our Patreon eventually. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah. With the SLS, I think a lot of time. I mean, sometimes it'll, I'm sorry if you hear my baby crying. Um, a lot of times as a skeptic, I'll be like, um, it's picking up something in the shape of the furniture, you know, and it's reading that as a person. So we'll always like try to go away and come back and get a different look at it. And then I specifically in that situation, sorry, do you hear it? Do you hear him Mm-mm. cry? Oh, good. Okay. Well, that not just sound stupid. Um, <laughs> and, and also for our listeners, there's a baby crying, so yeah, it's not a, baby a ghost. Crying in my house. It's, it's fine. not <laughs> a haunting coming through. I have a toddler as well, and he's sleeping in the room next to me. So once in a while, the you hear the ghostly wails of a two-year-old. Anyway, moving on. So yeah, with the SLS, I especially, especially when we get one of those figures, we always try to have an interactive moment so that we can say this is something so we'll Mm -hmm. always ask to like can you touch my hand can you move over here can you cross your legs and we've had a lot of that kind of interaction with the SLS so that's been quite that's really good yeah so actually going on that what equipment do you use in your group okay Let me get my thoughts together here. It's honestly been quite a while since we've had a full investigation with COVID. Yeah. Thanks. Mm-hmm. But um, we have the SLS. We have infrared cameras. We've got um, 
depending on the location, we'll set up the full DVR and get all the cameras and different views and all that. Um, smaller locations, we just don't have the time or energy for that. Um, and then we've got, what did I say so far? We've got an EDI meter. That's a newish-ish one that kind of mixes several things together. EMF, uh, vibrations. We've got separate EMF detectors, K2s, all the good things that you see on all the crap shows. Uh, <laughs> um, am I letting my feelings be known? I'm sorry. <laughs> it's fine. We're not associated with any other network or anything, so I don't have to go... The views expressed and said during the process of this show do not reflect the blah, 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 views of blah, blah, blah. Sorry. Voice recorders. Okay. That gave me time to think. You're good. Voice recorders. <laughs> the Ovilus. We have we have the Ovilus 5B and we still have the original Ovilus X, which is pretty much crap because you can never understand that robot. Um, And then we've got... We do... We're at... We're experimenting with, we like the flashlights. There's that theory with the heat and all that and this, but honestly, when it's been in your cold bag for five days and it's answering questions intelligently. And then we also do yes. like the two flashlights, yes and no, and, and get the confirmations and ask questions in different ways to make sure that we're getting the right answers. Um, and it's also fun when that happens because then it feels like a rave. Yeah. <laughs> so then, and then it's real fun when you've got the flashlights going and the K twos are going. And then yes. <laughs> yes. That, uh, do you have those fun. little EMF pods that you could put around? You scatter them like <laughs> jacks, basically around whatever location you're at, and you're we like, "I dare you, those. ghosts, walk through the pod. It's going to beep <laughs> and glow. I've got you now, sucker." Sorry. It's, well, we've got the that's always pods, what I think yeah. when I see them putting them yeah. down and I'm just like hmm. we've got like the big ones and then we had a little one that was handmade and it was like the best thing in the world it was better than the ones that you can just buy and oh my gosh that thing was awesome and then somebody stepped on it <laughs> I'm so sorry but that is the saddest <laughs> most ironic ending well, I mean, you know what happens. That's that's we wouldn't be paranormal investigators if our crap didn't get stepped on. So right. So yeah. I had a friend who put theirs in a stuffed dog. Yeah. And yeah. that worked really well. Yeah. Well, you can buy the like Boo Bear, which is a yeah. You can buy them day. now. This was yeah. back in the days and when they, you're still gutting and stuffing your own well, animals. Wow, that's that sounded best, weird. No, that's the best way to do it. <laughs> it's so much cheaper. <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay um so one of the fun things that we all have in common is Sadamsville rectory yeah yes so amanda have you been there i have not i oh. yeah i just started to come into this world like right when they were like shutting it down so so i retract my statement ashley yeah. have you been there <laughs> i ashley. have i think i think we've We've been two or three times. I honestly don't remember two or three. They yeah. all blur together. They do. <laughs> they <laughs> they do. just start blurring. Especially when you're there all night long. 
yeah you know whatever actually i do have a question about spring grove real quick before going over to Samsville. is when doing we just did an episode on the moselle steamboat explosion of 1838 Mm -hmm. and i know some of the bones they were first interred in the potter's field that is now cincinnati music hall Mm -hmm. and then they were moved to spring grove if i was to visit spring grove is there a potter's field or indigenous area in this in the current cemetery not anything that we would put on the tour. Um, <laughs> I would expect that. Right. I can find out it's, that's nothing that, that I've been, uh, been privy to, but I mean, a lot of, a lot of the interments there are, you know, have been moved. A lot yeah. of them in the historical area, you know, came up from the basin. So I would imagine, you know, maybe there is just a general plot. I mean, there, there are still some that are unmarked. So yeah, that could be, but yeah, I have a, uh, a, a group of old retired historian folk that I can ask and yeah, <laughs> I'll find it's, out. Yeah. It, it, just kind of trying to figure out where these bodies traveled so far. They've just been making this great move through North through Cincinnati. I would not be completely surprised if they were moved to yet again, another cemetery that would be close by. Right. Right. Probably if, yeah. you know, it, especially with how popular spring grove was back in the you know the victorian era like it, it, it all came at a premium so there's yeah. <laughs> you're not really going to open it up that much no no i i've been to mount auburn in boston which is equally mm-hmm. as beautiful as spring grove and yep. they're wonderful to walk through and yeah so Welcome back, Ashley. Everything Thanks. okay? <laughs> Nothing like having a 11-month-old baby who nurses. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. Got your shirt back together. Good? I did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I was like, oh, crap. Yeah. <laughs> oh, not like I've not been there before. Anyway, Sadamsville. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Where do you want me to start? Well, you got your mug of coffee, so or tea, tea with a spot of tea. cream. How how Canadian of you? <laughs> yep. I don't know where I threw that from. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so I I just starting. I was there in 2011. So, um, oh my god, I don't. And they close around 2016. Yeah, so it's probably there around 2000. 14 yeah because their heyday was from 11 to 15 because it was the all the paranormal shows just kind of descended upon it it's what cincinnati became known for was that haunted rectory yeah oh god Mm -hmm. i like i don't even know where to start with it (laughs) i had a wild night there Okay. I was there for an entire weekend. Okay. Like not not completely through. Um, it was just that those nights, it was a Friday and a Saturday night. And a friend of mine um invited me to do an investigation and he they just invited ghost hunters, yeah, I used the term, and paranormal investigators, uh, who they knew in the area just to join them because they were just traveling through the area and they're just like hey you want to come hang out with us we're going to order a pizza that's never going to be delivered here because it at the time was in Sadamsville not mm-hmm. like the building moved but 
delivery people wouldn't deliver to that address. So we had to go get it. Fun story, everyone. Oh, we took our snacks. We took snacks. <laughs> that anyway. is snacks, La Rosa's. Hmm. Think you, you always have to have snacks. I think you won on that one. So <laughs> I it, it was an interesting place. Um I wrote about it for the Cincinnati Cabinet of Curiosities, issue number one, now available. Yay. Um, and the thing that I took from that house was the north side when we were there was very benevolent feeling and the south side was very oppressive, which was an yeah. interesting dichotomy in a building. Yeah. And I didn't yeah. know the history of the building when I went in. Right. So how about you? I did not know anything when I went in, which is usually how I try to approach any investigation. Um, I had this weird thing because I had such a weird experience there. We, Me too. We all have weird experiences. With it's like in my, twos there. It's like in my head, I feel like I tell myself that it wasn't much of anything that happened. But when I look back and think about everything that happened and everything we experienced, it was like really weird. <laughs> yeah. Like so, I had a friend have lost time. That's me. Okay. So, so the first, I'm just going to get it. I'll just ta- start talking about what happened. I, <laughs> we were unpacking. So Matt lives up in Dayton. So he dro- he drove. I mean, that's like an hour and something drive. After he got all of it, he had all the equipment. So he packed all the equipment up and drove here. I, I'm getting all worked up just thinking about this story. <laughs> so I need to backtrack a little bit. So it's mm-hmm. to Damsville. It's, you know, demonic. And, you know, so I, before we went for the first time, I was like, you know, I don't know what's going on here. Let's just everybody be prepared find something that you believe in to protect you, whatever that may be. You know, if it's a cross, it's a cross. If it's another form of protection, use that. Just don't come with nothing, right? Don't come unprepared. Wow. I should have gotten that memo. So, (laughs) well, it didn't seem to matter. Hang on. So Matt wore... (laughs) So so Matt wore a cross. He's not super religious or anything, but he had a cross necklace and he wore his cross necklace. So he packed up all the equipment. He drove all the way down here. He was in and out of his car. We brought all the equipment out of his car, unloaded it into the kitchen. Um, And we're just standing around talking about where we're going to put the different pieces of equipment after we walked through the house. We walked through the whole house and we're talking about where we're going to put everything. And he's standing by the stairs that go up to the the attic, the top top floor of the house. Yeah. So he's standing by those steps and all of a sudden his necklace just like drops under his shirt and down to his feet. Like it was unhooked. <laughs> it was so oh, weird. We were just like, um, he's like, maybe I didn't have it clasped. And I'm like, Matt, you drove from Dayton <laughs> and we just did all this stuff. And if it wasn't clasped, clasped, it would have fallen off. And it was just while he was sitting there or standing there. I don't know if he was sitting on the step or standing right by it I honestly don't remember but like we just watched his necklace fall and hit the floor and we're like okay sure and then it seemed like we had a lot of the night that was nothing like it just seemed really kind of eerily quiet yes it ramps up (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. And then, so I went upstairs and I saw um, a boy. I'm a medium. So I, I saw this, even though it wasn't there. I saw this boy who was hanging on this one side of like, after you get up to the steps, it's on the right side. I saw him hanging on that right side at the top of the steps. And like, I didn't say anything right away <laughs> because it was, now, was, freaking was me he out. hanging from a noose or just hanging out? Like, Hey, look, I can hang on this no, door. He was, he was, he was hanging by his neck. Oh, so I, I don't know if you, you probably don't want to include that now. <laughs> it's fine. We'll put so... a content warning. I'm sure Christina here. Content warning. <laughs> the things that happen at Sadamsil are crazy, but not for young listeners. So yeah. listener discretion is advised. So there we go. I, I saw this and I was, I was actually pregnant at the time. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I went no. to Sadamsil while I was pregnant. Anyway. So this kind of like really jarred me. And this was, this was before, I mean, I've been a medium for a long time, but I've just been really working up and doing the work and started doing readings and things like that. And so I'm still processing at this moment what I'm experiencing and I didn't say much. And I just like felt, I'm also an empath. So I felt some of what I was experiencing and I just felt like I couldn't breathe. And so I got downstairs and I had to walk outside to get myself mm. together again. And then the other empath on the team was like, I can't breathe. I don't know what's happening. And so I described that. Um, that happened. And then at some point in the night, my husband, before we had babies, my husband was on the team with me. Um, and I don't know what happened. Like, I, I honestly don't remember half of the night. <laughs> I I don't necessarily think I was possessed um but maybe I was overcome with because I'm an empath I think I was picking up on all of the negative yuck I Mm -hmm. honestly don't know I'm still I don't know but I remember getting so angry at he was my fiance at the time I got so angry at him that I was about to punch him in the face like I don't even know why (laughs) and I I I thought to myself I have to leave this house and I had to go out and I stood by my car for like 20 minutes and finally I was like I don't know what just happened but whatever and then like (laughs) we were talking about it like a year later and I was like guys nothing happened at Sadamsville and they're like dude do you remember (laughs) I was like not really and then I was like I did get really mad at Tim and they're like you think And I was like, oh, man. And so I kind of had to do a reflection on everything that actually happened that night. And it was bizarre. It was bizarre. Yeah. Uh, And then other little things. But, you know. So those were your most bizarre moments there? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, it's um, that place is super oppressive would be the word. I wouldn't ever call it demonic, though. But oppressive. Exactly. Um, so when I went there, it was just a weekend, like I said, and my friend had missing time. So he went to the basement and then was there oh. for an extremely long period of time. I and have another then, story I forgot. Oh. I'm, I'm, like I said, I just don't even remember it. Just go on. Sorry. I'll finish okay. the second part. <laughs> so I'll share one story from my night. And I, I think listeners have heard this before. Um, 
because this isn't the first time we talked about Saddamsville for the show. So we were up in that what would be the casual sitting area on the second floor that goes up to the servants' quarters on the top floor, where your um, friend Matt had his cross fall off. And we're just doing an EVP session or electric magnetic voice phenomena session. And just, I had no idea where I was. I knew I was in this old building. It was a rectory. That was all I knew. And we're sitting on that old deflated couch now. And I'm looking at the hallway that it goes to the main stairwell down. And two shadow dogs that were very clearly pit bulls walked right past our doorway and one of them looked in and they didn't have glowing eyes or anything but you could tell when you've been around dogs their head shape and everything had the really square head shape that blocky head shape their ears had been a little bit torn off um and were ratty but you can see it looked in did a little sniff in the air figured we were cool and moved on and they just moved into that uh, if you took the left hand turn at the top of the stairwell if you're coming up the stairs and went into that bedroom and i was just like hey did anyone else see that that was weird (laughs) and i explained what i saw and everyone's just like no we didn't see anything no one told me about the dog fighting ring no listen i forgot about this whole other part of the story because i didn't experience it but we have it on camera and it was the most hilarious thing ever yeah so the basement and the dogs and so we sent down at the time we had a younger member on the team he was 17 I think at the time his brother was on the team with us um he he's great he's a great kid and we we kind of put him put him down there by himself because that's what you do it's fun oh man did you put him (laughs) in the boiler room for added terror he was brave. No, it was on the side with the wheelchair. Ah, at okay. the bottom, you turn right at the bottom of the steps, and there was the wheelchair there. And he, there was a there's but there were buckets. We turned one of the buckets upside down and set the camera on it facing him. And he was sitting. I can't. I honestly don't know, remember if he was sitting in the wheelchair or on another bucket. But he was, you know, sitting facing towards the camera. And we're upstairs and we're, I think we were just sitting quietly in in the sitting room while he was down there. And all of a sudden we hear, (laughs) he like flies up the steps. Like, like we do not think his feet hit the steps coming up the steps. He couldn't have those steps are tiny and dangerous. Freaked out. And we're like, dude, we were laughing, of course. But we were like, dude, what happened? And he goes, he's like, and he's a huge, he was a huge skeptic. He's like scientific minded. And dude, <laughs> he goes, I, I heard. And we're like, yes. He's like, I heard a growl. And then the bucket moved. And we're like, oh. what? What? So of course we go down and get the camera. And then, like, so we're watching this footage, and you hear, like, this faint growl, and then all of a sudden, you hear the, you see and hear 
the bucket with the camera on it slide across the floor and you see him not touching it because he's sitting in front of it and then like his face just went <gasps> and he went <gasps> so oh wow that was fun yeah yeah oh man that is a good catch though yeah i nearly forgot about that one <laughs> Yeah, the dogs there are, I'm going to say harmless. They're big yeah. boys, yeah. but they're harmless. Yeah. They're two more very sad because they all died there. But uh-huh. in, the, in the boiler room was where they actually fought. Yeah. When I was there, they still had the um, steel gate that they would put up. They would literally mm-hmm. just throw the dogs in and slam the gate shut and watch yeah. the fight in the boiler room from where your uh, team member was sitting. Yeah, yeah. So... That was, yeah, it was bizarre. Yeah. Like I said, I don't, I like, I, and it's like, I remember parts of it, but I don't, it's <laughs> such mm-hmm. a weird feeling. It, we had spook lights going, floating through self-illuminating yeah. orbs going through the yeah, hallways. We, those. we saw the, well, I saw the priest. I one did of too. them. I did. Yeah. Scary little had- leering man. Actually, he's not little. He was taller than me. But I had terrible um, feelings. Yeah. Oh, he was gross. Yeah. So, it was bad. like, we were descending the staircase, and he was standing in the doorway of that library, right at the bottom of the staircase. And what caught my attention was the shiny, shiny patent leather shoes that he was wearing, because they were reflecting the street lamp through the window. And I'm looking at him like, "What are those? Oh, those are shoes. Oh, that's a dude." Like. And he had the big old mutton chops and the what I call the John Lennon glasses. Mm-hmm. And he's just looked at us the most stern look. And I was just like, dude, it's a dude. <laughs> <laughs> because just words fail me when I. Yeah. Because uh, there was only one guy in our group and this and this priest and it was all black it was just his shiny shoes all black and then you could see the collar mm-hmm. and then his face oh god yep a big square face oh so, i'm having like flashbacks while you talk about it <laughs> where did you see him or encounter oh, him so honestly i saw i think he had something to do with the boy hanging um, yeah i would say yeah 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 so i actually saw it was weird because to me where he was hanging would have been really difficult to have done that in that exact spot. It was like in the middle of that wall that was slanted. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I saw him the first time I saw him, he was standing in the corner of that same space, like behind him. And mm-hmm. I think that was like the third time that I got the balls to go up there. Um. And then I saw him at the base of I don't, I don't one of the stairs. I don't think it was the front because the, the front door is up here, right? And then the staircase mm-hmm. enters from the back. It was like in front of the staircase. I'm trying to, I'm trying to so remember. So the there's way out of the, the house. front door that goes to Steiner Avenue. And then yeah. the staircase. The one with the cross in it. Yeah, that's that's the yeah. that's actually the front door. Yeah, yeah. It was the uh, it's the other end of that hallway that I saw him. The back door, then near the kitchen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he I'm likes to haunt you, that hallway. Everything from that, everything from those 
couple times that we've been there feels like a blur. And I honestly, I don't remember which thing happened which time we went. I honestly could not tell you unless yeah. I look back at all of our records. Like the notes stuff, and everything. Yeah. yeah. It's like when I go to Gettysburg, I've been there, I think, three times and Antietam once and they all kind of blur together because they're just civil war history and I have admitted on this show before I am not a civil war or U.S. history person like I'm just like um I know this happened and this is the timeline but I can't give you the nitty-gritty of everything I've learned more since doing that but still my Gettysburg I'm like well my hair was this length then versus (laughs) shoulder or waist length another time so <laughs> judging things by hair length hmm. this does not seem like the best <laughs> yeah hair length so shall we color. yeah shall we bring christina and jen back on yes round table <laughs> have we I scared never, jen off never, no jen's still here Jen, come back. Knock on the table twice if you can hear us. I'm coming. I'm coming. So <laughs> I, I, when when you guys were talking about batteries dying and everything, my power flickered and I lost. I It kicked me off because oh. my internet had to reset or whatever. Oh, so, no. Yeah. <laughs> that is any uh, coincidence Saddamsville is someplace I don't think I want to visit like the the two of your experiences and you guys have to listen to uh, our second episode is where Kat goes into all the detail and it was scary I mean it sounded really awful and you didn't even get to the doppelganger part no I'm never sitting in that place nope (laughs) yeah Jen's face the entire time I was telling my story was this Mm-hmm. Like that. That's about right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I gotta say, that was one of those places that I was gonna I was prepared to go into and just like brush it off. Because <laughs> yeah. I mean, like like Bobby Mackey, you guys were talking. Like it's one of those places that was like super hyped up. Right. And I was like, there's no way that it's gonna even even come close. Yeah. So whatever. Apparently I didn't yeah. remember, so it didn't matter, but I actually had a hitchhiker from there that scared my poor puppy. And Aww. I made the joke about the William Shatner voice, which is the brave voice that I make when I'm actually terrified inside, but I still have to talk. And so I get back from uh, Sadamsville and it's like two in the morning. And at the time we had just adopted Wheatley, one of three dogs of mine. And, uh, he was sleeping, he was being crate trained and sleeping next to my side of the bed. And I crawl into bed and he immediately starts whimpering. And I'm like, oh, do you need to go outside? And I open the crate and he wouldn't leave, which I'm like, wow, this is strange for like a puppy who's four months old. And so I eventually coax him out and we let I let him outside. There's the plural again. And uh, I let him outside. He does his business, comes back inside. And as I'm walking back, I go through the clammy cobweb. Mm -hmm. And I can say that. And you two nod and go, yes, Sagey, you know what this is. Because (laughs) we too have walked through the clammy cobweb. I tell this to Christina and Jen and they're like, the what now? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We're, we're, we're We're not sensitive in that way. No, it, it's I have gross. a feeling I could be if I opened myself up to it because I do have strong intuition. 
but no, I don't want it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. And for that reason, they will never come to you. Thank yeah. you. But, thank you. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. I just remember saying to, to whomever followed, it was one of the priests that followed me home. And I was just like, you get out of my house. You are not welcome here. It, it's very jilted. Just like Chatner. Yeah. That, I it, was it, very it, diligent. Left. Yeah, I was very diligent before I left after the experience that I had that didn't remember later. <laughs> I don't know how this all happened. Like, I remember I had my, I, I'm Native American, so I took my sage. I learned from my grandma, but I had my, I took my sage with me because the hype. Um, and we actually, I used it before I even got in the car to go home. Yeah, I, I'm I think just that now is- remembering this. <laughs> I think that is one thing that, like you say, like there are people that don't understand the creepy cobwebs and we're like, yes. Also that, you know, even if you go into a place and, you know, you open yourself up just a little bit, you can have that attachment. Like somebody can come home with you. Uh, I had that local place in Cincinnati that a friend of mine had an office in and they're like, this is supposed to be haunted. And I'm like, okay, great. Let's go walk through the hallways in the dark. It's going to be awesome. And yeah, had somebody come home with me and, and I was still so new to everything. I have no idea what to, like, I'm waking up to this woman at the end of my bed and she's very, I hate it when that happens. (laughs) Not, not a woman I invited into my bedroom. So yes, it was was turning to wake up to, but that's when I hate it more. Right. (laughs) Exactly. But yeah, ended up, you know, that was one of the the catalysts for, you know, definitely going in anywhere now and having whatever protections you need. But yeah, I, God bless you for being able to tell the priest, like, get the hell out. I was like, I am going to take you. And I went back to her offices and I'm like, you stay here now. You can't, like, you can't wow. come home with me. I'm sorry for whatever happened, but you get to stay here. And now I yeah. have you know, black tourmaline everywhere in my house. So, yeah. <laughs> well, I was intrigued yeah. by your, oh, sorry, Kat, I didn't mean to. No, I was going to say, there's been the amount of times I've had spirits stand at the end of my bed or next to my bed, like right next to me. I oh, hate it when they, they do sit that. on it. When you're oh. laying in your bed on your side and then you just like open your eyes and they a face. That's <gasps> yeah, fun. I hate that. That's oh one of my gosh. big no-nos. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, okay. and yeah, it doesn't matter what sex or gender they are and they're just standing there and or age and i'm just like go away i'm almost becoming numb to it like there was we're in a new house that ashley was wonderful enough to come through and and cleanse and you know i had that like oh it's time to cleanse again because i woke up and there's somebody standing next to my husband there's this dude standing there and i you know go through the whole like okay is it the light is it my eyes close my eyes open them no dude's still there and I just got pissed off. Like, this is my bedroom. I took a pillow and just swung at him. And I'm like, I'm going back to sleep. Like, Does you didn't make him leave? No, I, I, I went back to sleep. I'm like, okay, I'm going <laughs> to cleanse this place tomorrow. And, you know, you don't get to be in my bedroom. Like, people can be anywhere else in my house. My bedroom's mine. Well, I don't let them on my property anymore. That sounds weird. And um, it, it's... Whenever I run into them, like I was at a bed and breakfast on Bad Gettysburg Battlefield, and I had this dude, he was a ghost that's been reported there all the time. And when I was visiting, I was just like, no, you're not walking into my room. Like, 
it's going to be the Stanley Hotel shower dude all over again. <laughs> so I'm not going to let you do that. So I just kind of look, this sounds weird. I cast a little area and I'm just like, you're not allowed in here while I'm here. Mm-hmm. You're just not. And if I find you in here, I'm tossing you out and you don't know where I'm going to toss you. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I yell in- at things. I, I was intrigued crazy. by your description of being in the uh, uh, basement of the history centers and it being swirly. Um, mm-hmm. That was kind of an interesting description that you guys all seem to relate to. Is that like, do you see a bunch of people or is it a bunch of shadows? I mean, what is it? Or is it just sort of everything is very muddled and confusing? For me, it's, it's, it's feeling internally. It's that like, I feel like I'm... Uh, what's the best physical description like when you're a kid playing pin the tail on the donkey and you get spun around spun around spun around and then stand there and everything like it's just this overwhelming you, you don't quite know where to look or where to go and it, that's it for me I'm sure Ashley gets a <laughs> an even you, better view into you, it I you described that better than I could have the physical <laughs> feeling but I also feel because I hear a lot um, I also feel like I'm in a crowded room, but I can't actually pinpoint or make out any one specific person without spending a lot of energy and effort to tune into one person or yeah. spirit. But it just sounds like I'm in a crowded room. And along with that swirly feeling, it's just really unnerving sometimes. Well, that, that, yeah. I have a question. Do most pe- are most people insensitive to this like so would your experience with these sorts of entities be that they want to be seen but most people don't or won't see them and so when they see that you are sensitive they sort of come up to you oh yeah i i get a flock (laughs) a lot and sometimes like even at like if i'm doing a investigation for a family just at their house I'll be like, oh, wait, who's this guy from down the street? Mm-hmm. <laughs> because they're like, oh, hey. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, no, no. <laughs> you become this little um, beam of light. It's it, mm-hmm. it's like if you go to a foreign country and you see somebody else that speaks English. Well, like, oh, so that's, that's a great talk about all the yeah. things. Yeah. 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 Yep. Because I've been to a it, lot of creepy places, but not seen a lot of creepy things. And, and maybe I'm just that dense. I mean, I'm curious, like, like you know, because you guys, when you were young, have been experiencing this since you were young. So, is it a hereditary thing? Do you think, or not? In my family, um, but sometimes it skips a generation. Um, my my actually, both of my grandmas were very sensitive. One was more vocal about it because she was Native American, and that was a little more accepted. Um, and then my other one had like visions all the time and would tell people what was going to happen before it happened. Um, however, my mom, she'll have dreams every now and then, and she'll get like those gut feelings, but she by no means can quite tap in like my grandma's or I have been able to do. So I I think it can, it doesn't always, sometimes it'll skip. I think everybody's fully capable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. what I was going to say. What, everybody can. It's practice. That's kind of yeah. what Monica said. Uh, Mo- Monica, who was our medium on during our pet show. I don't know if you guys watched that. She's been on a couple of times and her family, uh, she's, her family's Mexican and, and, and Native American, you know, for, um, Aztec. 
and um, she, her mother, I think, and grandmother were sensitive. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And she actually said she was less sensitive than they were, I think. Hmm. I can't imagine more sensitive than Monica. <laughs> yeah. So, Amanda, I have a question about um, what you said about not going back to the fourth floor in Waverly Hills. Yep. Did, what happened to you there? <laughs> um, so walking through and being super skeptical like oh this is a really cool building there's a cool history here and um walk you know there's not an elevator so walking up the stairs you know i i was in decent physical shape then (laughs) not this uh not this covid body i'm rocking now but uh join the club right (laughs) here it is yeah playing sports this is what you get um but yeah, I, got I look up. like the Michelin man. <laughs> so when it rolls, it'll keep me warm this winter. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. But going, you know, going upstairs and then they were talking about the history and talking, you know, there's supposedly a, a nurse that hung herself and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I got up to the top of the stairs and it was like walking into a brick wall my like I couldn't breathe I like physically could not breathe I felt like I had just run up six flights of stairs and it's like this like going through everything logically in my head like this makes no sense in the world why do I feel like this and oh my god am I gonna cry like it was just that that hitting that wall and that wave and I just had to leave the group like there's little like a playground set up on the top floor um, and I was like, I, I have to get outside. Like I have to get away from this right now. So it was, it was very physical for me in that moment. Like Ashley was saying, you, mm-hmm. you can see shadow people and everything through there, but that was just physical and emotional. Um, and then whatever person was, uh, was leading a tour said something about, you know, and usually if a woman's pregnant, she'll, you know, feel whatever around here. It's like, you shut your damn mouth. <laughs> That was not the thing, but I, I think that in that area, they, they probably are right that, you know, women will typically get that like overwhelming feeling. And it was just, mm-hmm. it, it was, it was a very odd physical sensation to try and justify in my head at that time. Okay. So. And what makes you guys think um, places like that? Why are they so overrun with activity is it because so many people died there or or so many people suffered there (laughs) i think i'll 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 run first but ashley i want to hear yours and cat i'm curious about yours too um okay i think and and this kind of goes to you know the uh slamming of bobby mackey's a little bit too um (laughs) I, i think there are places where there's just naturally going to be more activity um, somewhere like Waverly, yeah, there's a lot of people that died and a lot of people that died suddenly um, that, you know, are probably kind of stuck there. But I also think that a lot of these places that, you know, that, that we tend to go to, that are very popular. So when you talk Waverly or Penn or, you know, all these places, there's people that bring energy into those places. So for, you know, for a spirit, if you're going back to like, you know, when, when they're doing seances all the time or, you know, if you, you know, have somebody that does something like that now, you, you sing, you bring up the energy in the room. And I think a lot of these places have that energy as a layer on top of it that just kind of 
keeps them getting more powerful. So mm-hmm. I'd actually be kind of curious if, if my theory holds water, like is Sedamsville as active as it once was when people were walk, you know, going through there quite a bit. Like, I think that's an, that's a building that is definitely going to hold a lot of that. I, I don't think it's ever going to go away, but I think it's definitely energized by people coming in either sensitives or just with those expectations. Yeah. I was just wondering that as you were saying that. Ashley. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so I actually I actually had a reading last night and this came up a little bit. Um I absolutely agree with some of what I made of think. Now there are spirits there that like as a medium I can feel very strongly that I felt a lot of the experiments that happened. Like I physically mm-hmm. felt that kind of torture. Um mm-hmm. And I truly feel like there's obviously spirits there that are naturally occurring just because of the amount. But I was actually talking to a client last night and I've been thinking about this a lot lately. I think it's an, it's an old lore. I think it's the Tulpa that if enough people believe in something, even if Mm -hmm. it's not true, it becomes real. Um, and like, I'm kind of, I've been playing with that idea for a lot of places like this that are just like massive hot houses and like Sedamsville where it's like, oh, this place is demonic. Like that's why possibly that we feel that overwhelming sense of negativity and oppression. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's just kind of an extra little thought nugget to add to what Amanda was saying. Okay. Um, it's really okay. a fascinating concept. I mean, that could explain yeah. a lot of things. Well, yeah. I kind of like Slenderman. Exactly. Yeah, Slenderman's yeah. been. Yeah. Hi, I was but... part of the forums when Slenderman was created. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that is my claim to fame in the paranormal world is the person nice. who was in the something were... awful forums when uh-huh. it was created. You were responsible voted for the it. topa. It's your fault. Yeah. Now. Yeah. But it was just a good image. It, it's. Well, I guess creepy. technically I am. He but is can... creepy. He's a wonderful work of fiction. Yeah. Right. And I think even so if if I want to get like super controversial and Christina, please feel free to get this the hell out of there. But you know, I, I like just taking that that core of an idea and expanding it out. So if we think about Jesus Christ as a man and people worship him and then through centuries, people like, but Jesus talks to me. Well, yeah, he's a spirit and good dude, you know. Give me a give me a peace, love, and hippie any day of the week. But this is somebody that gets so much energy from around the world. Like, of mm. course, this is going to be a super energized spirit that is going to be able to be heard and felt by people. So there's my uh there, there's my nod to Christianity. Take that one. Isn't <laughs> that, that the you want no wait, wait, wait. American gods? That's what's exactly no. what I was say. American no, gods. no, no, no. This is NBC's Merlin, Sarah, oh, 1997, yeah. uh-huh. 98, oh, yeah. Morgana, Lafay, or the entire character. You just described how they destroyed her at the end. Mm-hmm. Spoilers! Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's been, uh, even before uh, American Gods, there there were other fantasy books that explored the same oh, yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, uh, I know, I know Piers Anthony isn't uh, really very politically correct anymore because of his Zant series, but it was popular when I was young. Um, but he but he, he had a, a story about sort of incarnations of inc- mortality, and it was based on, it had a similar thing 
about American gods. I'm sure he's not the first person that explored right. that trope mm. that that as different, you know, entities are revered. Like if you look at say the entities that were revered, say in Roman time or Greek time, and then mm -hmm. as they lose followers, they lose power. And that's kind of mm -hmm. how I, I'm sure there's been many books that have explored that. Mm. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean that's the, the idea of Tolpa is Buddhist. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And Buddhist and I believe originally. But mm -hmm. yeah. And never underestimate the power of gin. Mm -hmm. Not the drink. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> not when you're investigating, though. Just teasing. As, uh. as a team, just to add a little bit more thought to everybody listening, as a team, we also have been exploring very strongly the power of our minds with manipulating our own equipment accidentally. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so you how do you especially if you that? have a witch? <laughs> We, well, it's Hannah's in her baby phases. Oh, <laughs> but well, that could be where uh, it's more dangerous too. Because <laughs> things could just go AWOL. We've had many discussions about boundaries. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like we will just, there'll be times, and I, and it's extra hard for sensitives, I think, because as a medium, I feel like I'm hearing the answers in my head, but then I'm like, because I'm hearing the answer no in my head, am I making that no light flash, like that no flashlight light up, or is are they doing that to help confirm what I'm hearing? Yep, <laughs> it's like a chicken and egg. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it becomes a cycle. But we have not yet tossed. I mean, we're not at all tossing the idea of that being a possibility. We can't. We don't know. Mm -hmm. We're all. Can you how so. can you right. figure it out? True. true. Well, um, I probably need blind very, studies. I, I pro yeah, I probably need a very smart scientist too. Oh, what is it? Oh man, what's his name? <laughs> oh, he used to work with the um, pure psychology lab. He's older gentleman now. Roy Auerbach. Oh, that sounds familiar. Yeah, that's he. That's what he actually studied was how do yeah. mediums uh -huh. work. Between a small and a large. <laughs> but anyway. Well, it, it seems like there's there's just so much that, that that we don't know. Like, there's so much that's around us all the time that we're just mm -hmm. seeing. Like, I mean, you know, I've always thought the platonic idea of the shadows on the wall is probably the best description of our reality. That we're just seeing such a tiny portion of what's really out there. You know, and, and it's mm -hmm. been really fascinating hearing uh, your take of it, you know. I, although I, I don't know how I'd feel if I was seeing faces when I wake up. I mean, when my cat does it, it freaks me out. You know, our cat will do that. It's like, ah! you know, so I don't know how I'd feel if people started doing that. I think that would be, you know. Have I told you this story of my brother-in-law scaring the ever-living crap out of me? No. Um, so I don't know. I was at my sister's house one year for, it was a family function. Like, I think... I had out of town family and I was sitting at their kitchen table and Christina, you've been at their house. They have a huge kitchen and a huge front window that has no curtains. So you can see into the house at night, which I yell oh. at her all the time, telling her mm. put curtains up and close them at night, but she doesn't listen. So this window is always, you can see out, you can see in, and she always has a, there's a flag that, 
sits on their flagpole and I always think it's a person standing on the porch. But anyway, she never so, heard of the Golden State Killer. She doesn't <laughs> listen to me when I tell her these things. I'm trying to, you know, but she just doesn't listen, Kat. So Ed anyway. Kemper? I, I have I a copy of I'll Be Gone in the Dark if you'd like to borrow it. Right? Yeah, <laughs> I was just thinking she needs a copy, a copy of that. I know. Uh, and I say, hey, I'm listening to this new pro- murder podcast. No, don't tell me. Okay, fine. I tell my niece, though, and she listens. Hopefully. So anyway, I'm sitting at this table. All the lights are on. It's dark outside. And my niece and I are playing a game, a card game. And then for some, something gets my attention. And I look up. And all of a sudden, I see this round white face tapping on the front window and before my brain could recognize as i was recognizing that it was my brother-in-law the screen just came out <laughs> scared because there was a story when i was a kid uh a book by jb stamper tales to tell at the midnight hour love these books right the scariest one to me was the face in the window okay <laughs> the face in the window because i grew up in a hundred year old house they didn't have curtains on all the windows and I hated that so now all of my curtains are always closed always because I no one's getting looking in on me Mm-mm-mm. except for but the spirits it, except yeah, for I the really fucking... don't want to burst your bubble no but sorry <laughs> stay the hell out of my house no. it gets to sound like a goat <laughs> no you don't want to have the little boy in blue visiting you no he haunts gettysburg college Mm -hmm. he'll float up to like the second third floor dorm rooms and come over to the window and tap on it and say i'm cold oh god no oh god no i mean if they're there and i don't know it okay fine just don't let i just don't ever want don't no like i said in last i believe that this is true and that the i believe it i just don't ever want to experience it because by the way i react to my brother-in-law tapping on the damn window i would have a heart attack and die (laughs) i I like that your feelings about spirits are like my husband and spiders like they're fine to be there but i just don't ever want to interact with them (laughs) Uh uh-huh uh-huh oh my god a few weeks ago no 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 a few months ago i saw a picture Australia, I want to visit you, but you scare the ever-living hell out of me. Nope. This guy posted a picture of a spider, literally. It was this big. It's like well, Huntsman! <laughs> Just hanging out on his yep. wall. He's they don't like, do anything. But the things no, that but come then up he showed a picture of it. Huh? Uh-uh. Like it just showed up in their toilet. No. Oh. no. <laughs> this, then he had a picture of this thing eating a possum. Yes, they can do that. No, no, and it came into the house as a baby, right? Okay, cute. The possum, the spider, or the person? Spider, the spider, and he's just like it took some convincing to the kids that we're gonna just keep it as a house pet, but it's a house pet. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> that's what i've heard from friends that have lived in australia you can no. hear the huntsman's like walking around on the no. uh, tiles no. on the first no. floor at night no. I, i'm surprised no. i never had to paint one of these i need to find pictures of them right i'm, I'm nice i want one 
Geiger, just imagine the a wolf spider alien, baby a face hugger yes it's that crap oh my god they're huge they're yeah. huge they're like the size of i knew you said they were rabbits. large but i mean it could eat your infant child not that it i don't know would it if it was a I, I don't baby, think so like a bow constrictor a boa constrictor a snake would eat a baby yeah, yeah. Whatever predators eat, what's this? Is a strange conversation. How did we Amanda. end up? On I, I did not. Things that terrify me. I'm looking, and there's like picture of one like near a baby's head. Like, yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, yeah, they'll crawl into they're... cars. They, they'll sit underneath them. the visors, so when you flip them, they'll come crawling out. I'm, well, I'm okay, have no. the worst nightmare tonight. Uh-huh. there's going well, to be a spider well, I, think it's, I think, I think it's amazing you guys see people's faces like in the middle of the night and you're like spiders no that draws <laughs> I'm fine with the huntsman I mean, no. in a controlled mm-hmm. situation absolutely like I would it looks furry I will pet it and love on no. it but no 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 behind glass spiders. behind I, glass I love that's spiders, this thick so, um, showing I up in my car no I've only recently come to admire tarantulas, but if I saw one in person in my house unexpectedly, I would smash it. Well, generally the gianter spiders are not that dangerous. It's the little ones that tend to be. It's the brown recluses and the black widows that you need to look up for. The big furry ones are just cute. Um, yeah they are and i grew up in missouri with those brown recluses and i was terrified of those yeah Yeah. um so we probably should wrap it up um so it's been really great having you guys on um yeah thanks for having us uh hopefully we can have you on again and hopefully it would be great to join you guys when we're able to like leave our houses again yes (laughs) we've got a few special places in the works yeah Yeah. i would like do a remote episode or something like that absolutely yeah you can always take take these two (laughs) and (laughs) record it i kind of want to do a reading and see what happens how much oh that'd be fun (laughs) cat i've always had the same problem i could never get anybody to go for years i try to get my friends to go to mansfield with me no one will go so if you ever want to go to mansfield or waverly or even just haunted houses I'm not going alone. But I, will. I will definitely yeah. go. Okay. We'll go with Let's you. do it. We'll, we'll, we'll do a road you. trip. We we can start local and bridge out and eventually go to Gettysburg. There's a wonderful yes. bed and breakfast that has kind mm-hmm. of a peeper ghost, but once you tell them off, it's fine. <laughs> so if you ever see something, Ashley's just like, no. <laughs> no, I want a no. seat in the car. I oh, play with okay. Shotgun, yeah. right now. <laughs> I, I think I think we should definitely plan to do that once we're allowed to travel again. Mm-hmm. Yes, that'll be Hoping fun. They, I just found out that, uh, and hopefully, knock on wood, I'll be able to get a vaccination pretty soon. They said, oh good, NKU. They said that I could probably get, sign up February first. So, knock on wood, I can. Oh, get, nice. Right. Yeah. So maybe maybe this summer we'll be able to. Yeah. Will the rest of us get notification about that we can sign up? Like, how will we know? Uh, I got a notification from Hamilton County because I signed up there and they're like, hey, well, we know you exist, but there's no vaccine for you yet, but stay tuned. (laughs) Okay, so I need to sign up somewhere. 
yeah, okay. I, I heard like end of the summer, it, we should expect yeah. everybody to be, mm-hmm. which it, okay. it, I don't want to lose another summer, but. I well, I think they're actually trying to step it up so early summer, everybody will be vaccinated. Um, and, and it looks like what's happened in Ohio is um, that certain people that were like at nursing homes and stuff have refused. So they're trying to get those vaccinations. So there's probably places you can sign up for people that are refusing. So those don't go to waste. So right, mm-hmm. um, keep, right, it, yeah. keep your eyes peeled for stuff like that. I don't know how soon, like the signing up February 1st, that's also in Kentucky where I don't live. So I don't know if they'll hmm. let me, if, since I teach there, if they'll let me get a shot there. I mean, I'm going to okay. try, but I don't know. Yeah. yeah. You know, it could just okay. be wishful thinking. Maybe, yeah. maybe it's, it's, it's like the thing, if I wish it will happen. <laughs> do it. Yeah, yeah. Do it, they will come. Yeah, yeah. Put the energy out there. To your windows without curtains. Up <laughs> yours, no. We're all going to be thinking about that tonight, and it's just going to turn into a nightmare for everybody. <laughs> There's going to well, be a spider at a window. Well, the, the I thing do. That's amazing is the stuff you described at Sedamsville was so scary, and it's, I'm like a spider. That would be cute. Like no, <laughs> no, no, no. But I would, I would not like it if I saw someone's face like sitting next to me. That would. We need I... another episode with you two on where we talk about weird encounters while ghost ghost hunting or investigation. I would love to have an episode like that where you guys talked about your scariest exper- experiences mm-hmm. because that's mm-hmm. something that would freak Jen and me out quite a bit, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> yeah. I have I have recurring nightmares of spiders jumping on my face, giant ones. And I literally wake up pushing the air Ooh. away from me. You want to know so- a really fun story? I once had a cockroach <laughs> crawl onto my face while I was sleeping. On that note, everyone, (laughs) like this. (laughs) Thank you for joining us for another wonderful episode. (laughs) It's been very wholesome. Yeah. Do you want to do the social media? Oh, what's your social media? I don't know. Yeah, we need your social media. Said uh, what your website is. Uh, So, website you can find us at Spiritual Realm Consulting, Mm -hmm. right, Ashley? Dot net. Um, Dot net. And you'll be able to find our paranormal uh, page there. Uh, if there's anything going on that any listener has, you know, you need some help. Uh, there's a, a form you can fill out there and, you know, we'll, we'll be in touch. And in COVID times, we're, we're trying to do our best to, to help out who we can. But yeah, Spiritual Realm on uh, Facebook and on Instagram are going to be the two that we're most active on. I think on Facebook and Instagram, it's Spiritual Realm Paranormal Investigators. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Well, I honestly um, don't know. Marketing person <laughs> would know this right off the top of their head, but your marketing person's dumb. So um, you've only been with us through COVID, so it's acceptable. <laughs> well, we'll we'll put it in the show notes, and also um, we're starting a blog with our new website, so we'll post those links in both those places. Yay! Yes. Okay. So, um, thanks so much for coming on. Yeah. Thank you so Thank much for you. having us. And- so okay real real end now thank you everyone for joining us for another wonderful episode of the cincinnati cabinet of curiosities presents hometown haunts i'm your host kak loco tonight with me christina wald jen kohler and ashley and amanda um you can find us at sin cabinet curio on twitter cincy cabinet of curiosities on instagram cincy curiosities at gmail.com if you would like to contribute your own hometown haunt to our 
growing library of hometown haunts. Also, small correction, it's Lloyd Auerbach, not Roy Auerbach. I had a little bit of a brain fart earlier. So with that, good night, everyone, and stay spooky. Bye. Bye.